This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. We also carry not only the Dallas Cowboys, but the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and they're going to make a little roadie this weekend up to Iowa State. Joining us to discuss the Cyclones is Bill Seals, publisher of Cyclone Report. Bill, thank you for your time. And I got to ask you right off the bat, are you uh, surprised or was it kind of uh, – bubbling in the background when Matt Campbell sprinted back up the <laughs> tunnel and got after someone who yelled you're on the hot seat last weekend. Well, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty surprising. It's certainly not uh not as composed as you usually see uh Matt Campbell, but I, I think uh certainly not to defend his actions, but uh, gosh, it had to be pretty frustrating yeah. uh, last and just kind of the way this season has uh started up in the, through the non-conference games. I would think there's no question. Obviously, the loss to Ohio is something that's going to be hard to – I say hard to bounce back from. You can bounce back from anything, but that's the kind of thing that can kind of hang with the team sometimes through the year. And then many people are going to ask, and we've asked the same thing, so what is happening at Iowa State? I know the state of Iowa's had the problem with gambling. I know there have been players from both Iowa and Iowa State involved in that. But what has caused what has become kind of a downturn early this year? Well, you talk about hanging. You, you mentioned hanging with a team. Uh, certainly, Iowa State hoping the uh, the little bout of uh, neurovirus doesn't hang with them through this week. That uh, set a number of players out in that game at Ohio last week. Uh, Jalen Noel, one of those top two wide receivers, didn't even play. Uh, there were a few other ones uh, that were under the uh, under the weather. Even quarterback Rocco Beck was. Uh, throwing up at halftime and then he then he comes out there and and uh quarterbacks him in the second half and you you hope if you're Matt Campbell that that doesn't linger around with this team through this weekend but we'll see I that was certainly a a factor I think in in in, at least not prevailing over Ohio I think and then you look at offensively there are a lot of woes uh, right now the offensive line just not a very good run blocking uh unit Iowa State thought maybe they could run the ball uh, respectably. They did okay in uh, uh, a game against uh, an FCS opponent, UNI, to open the season, had 134 yards in that game. But in the two games since, they haven't gotten close to that total. So uh, a lot of work to do there, and, and that's put a lot on the shoulders of a redshirt freshman quarterback in Rocco Beck, who you know, going into this offseason, you mentioned the gambling thing. Rocco Beck was probably going to be number two this season behind Hunter Deckers and Deckers while he's technically still on the team roster wise. I don't expect him to be back. He was going to be QB one going into the season. Yeah, that, that makes it hard. There's no question, you know, and you make a point about the, the illness. I get it. I know fans at some point are going to expect, Hey, look, I understand you lost some players, but unless you lost the whole team, you're supposed to go ahead and beat Ohio. And that's not, <laughs> and that's not always, I mean, it's, that's not always the right way to think about that because parity has come to college football. But are you getting some of that from the Iowa State fans? Oh, I, I think no doubt. Uh, the, the fan base certainly was up in arms after the loss to Ohio. And you've got to think, uh, I, I don't have really any Ohio recruiting rankings or anything, but you look across the board and and what Iowa State especially has brought in over the last two or three years, some of the best recruiting classes in, in Matt Campbell's tenure, and Iowa State really in the recruiting ranking history for the program. So it's a young team. I, I think they've, they've got a good foundation there, but uh, 
in the short term, there have been a, a lot of struggles. Uh, certainly, uh, Ohio has as one of those uh, biggest uh, mm-hmm. setbacks. No question. Bill Seals, publisher of Cyclone Report, with us here on the Blitz 1170. It's 840 on your Wednesday drive, Scott. Obviously, one of the big talking points about Oklahoma State here in Oklahoma has been the three quarterbacks. How will the Iowa State defense prepare and attack that? Because now you're not preparing for just for not one or even two. You're preparing for three quarterbacks. So how will the the defense kind of prepare for that? Well, I, that was certainly brought up yesterday in Matt Campbell's press conference, and he mentioned preparing more for the scheme as far as the quarterbacks go. Uh, you talk, I talked to some of the players, and they, they, you know, I have identified the differences between the three. One more of the, the polished passer, two, you, you got to defend the run a little more. So that'll be interesting to see what Oklahoma State rolls out there. But uh, then again, I, I, Iowa State, I think they want to just fall back on making sure that they take care of themselves in this game. And, and defensively, this has been – one of the uh, tops in the Big 12, certainly uh, in, in John Haycock's run as coordinator there uh, for the Cyclones. Uh, Iowa State uh, on, a, on a streak now, they haven't allowed 300 yards passing to a team in 18 games. Um, that also 18 games, they haven't allowed 400 total yards to an oppo- opponent. So uh, they've definitely had to fall back on that defense so far this season going to have to do it again i don't uh, i don't foresee the offense just suddenly figuring things out in in one week after what we saw against ohio and that defense only giving up about a little over 16 points a game just under 17 and they've obviously done their job most of the year and we're used to having really good defenses there at iowa state is this one as good as what we've seen the last couple of years well i i think you you've seen you numbers wise certainly yes they're off to a good start we have seen uh, I, I think some areas of concern, it's a, it's a pretty young linebacker group right now. We've seen with the Cyclones, the linebackers are typically the top tackle uh, t- guys in the tackle category. And this year you've got a cornerback and you've got a, a safety one and two. Uh, you've got a true freshman starting at the mic. You've got a, a redshirt freshman at the Sam linebacker, the starting will uh, Gary Vaughn, who was the leading tackler in uh, 2022, he's out with an injury and no uh, no sign of him coming back this week. So I think that's one area of concern. And, and with that, uh, you've seen some big plays. They gave up, uh, uh, I believe it was an 82-yard run against Iowa in the second week. That led to a touchdown and a pretty low-scoring game in that. So the big plays, I, I think, a concern uh, – playmaking at the linebacker position also uh, I think a concern early but otherwise they're off to a pretty good start a couple more minutes here with Bill Seals publisher of Cyclone Report talking about the Iowa State Cyclones before Oklahoma State heads to Ames this weekend this offense as you said has struggled I did notice though when you throw it you throw it around you you develop you completed passes to 10 different guys meanwhile when it comes to the rushing game only a few people have actually carried the football but when you look at the passing game and the receiving part of it it seems like Jaden Higgins has become kind of the go-to guy although Brommers had catches as well describe this receiving group is Higgins kind of the big dude yeah he's he's kind of taken over in that x role like uh, xavier hutchinson had played uh, iowa state's had some pretty good luck with uh transfers transfer portal guys at the wide receiver position higgins kind of the latest uh hutchinson they got out out of the juco ranks so uh higgins they plugged in there he's done a nice job uh, the last two games really has been a, a focal point 
I think of the offense and you look at uh, uh, tight end, uh, you guys re- certainly remember Charlie Kohler uh, a couple of years ago being one of the focal points there. And uh, Ben Bramer, he is looking every bit the, the part. I think he's going to be the next NFL tight end for the Cyclones. He's just a true freshman and uh, really becoming a big time threat. So They'd like to get the tight end position more involved this season. You've seen that a little bit. And Jalen Noel should be back at wide receiver uh, this week as well to go along with uh, Dimitri Stanley, Daniel Jackson, a couple of those other uh, targets for Rocco Beck. Staying with the offense now, the Vegas has the over-under line of this one at 36-and-a-half. Is this going to be a battle to whoever gets the double digits first? Right, I, I think so. I, if, I were, uh, if I were a betting man – I, uh, I I would take the under in this in this game uh, from from that number right there. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Another one of those one possession games for Iowa State, and of late they've not done too well in those one score games. So as you look at this then and break this one down, you got two teams who desperately really need to win, especially as we're beginning conference play. How do you break this one down? Where do you think the key matchups are? Well, I think Iowa State. Uh, it's uh, offensively they're gonna they're gonna again sell out and try and run the football. So I think that first and foremost, I got the, that the sense that they're not really gonna try and reinvent the wheel offensively with those early season struggles. It wasn't a great offense last season either, but uh, they're gonna try and run the football um, and and get Cartavius Norton, Abu Sama involved and if they can get the running game going they they hope that that can kind of open things up in the passing game so I think first and foremost Iowa State's going to have to run the football and then I think defensively for Iowa State it's just uh it's just doing what they've done well and that's just shut down opposing offenses especially uh, through the air uh, the tops in the big 12 and uh, that leads to a low scoring game I think Oklahoma State too special teams gosh one of the uh, PFF has a number two in the nation right Mm -hmm. now that's the strength for the Cowboys and Iowa State's kind of seen a resurgence there too they've got one of the nation's top punters so I think a low scoring game it's going to be a a battle for field position who who kind of wins out there but uh I take the under this weekend. Last thing, and it seems almost silly to ask, is there any heat on Matt Campbell up there? I don't think so. I, I think well, after the Ohio game, I think there is. But as far as him being on the hot seat, as the fan on the video said, I think that's far from being the case right now. He's got a pretty hefty buyout, uh, number one, and I think uh, Iowa State fans you've seen over the years are a pretty pretty patient group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they almost have to be. All right, for any Oklahoma State uh, fans who are making the trip up there, what are the must-dos and aims other than the game? Well, I, you, you guys uh, you guys big into barbecue uh, down there. Uh, some, some good barbecue spots uh, there up in Ames. Cornbread was, is one that I would suggest uh, maybe hitting up on Friday night. Uh, Hickory Park's another another favorite uh, along the, the trail for visiting fans. So, uh uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to uh, lot to do up there, dining wise. Certainly, they're on that uh, stretch in Ames off of Duff, and uh, just enjoy your time. It looks like we could be in for some some weather uh, if they don't get that game in in timely fashion on yeah. Saturday. So, uh, bring your raincoats and your umbrellas just in case. Yeah, we want to get that done, no question. Bill, thank you for your time this morning. Uh, we appreciate it, and let's just hope for a good game and everybody comes out healthy. 
All right. Thanks, guys, for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.